it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Joe Biden says when he came into office, gas was five bucks a gallon. Kathy Hochul says on crime, Republicans are data deniers. Did you watch the Joe Pinion, Chuck Schumer debate? It was a very interesting moment where Joe Pinion pointed out that Rochester, New York actually has a higher murder rate than Chicago. That's that's hard to beat. I mean, you have to work at that. I mean, that's that's killing time. And what the game they're playing is, is by saying per capita. Or looking at the blue cities in the red states. But wherever Democrats are in charge, the murder rate is through the roof. Period. End of story. Now they're trying to blame this Paul Pelosi assault on all things MAGA. The abortion thing didn't work. The transgender thing didn't work. So now it comes down to this is MAGA-based political violence. Republicans are the Republican rhetoric. You know, I went back. I went back and I listened to, and we'll play it, Nancy Pelosi and Bernie Sanders, their reaction to the shooting of Steve Scalise. No mention of the fact that James Hodgkinson was a, well, Bernie does mention that he was a campaign volunteer, but does not say or express any remorse for his influence over Hodgkinson. You know, we've all played those clips of of Maxine Waters and and Cory Booker. Get out there and get in someone's faith in Congress. We've all heard it. There should be uprisings. You've unleashed the whirlwind, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. We've all heard it. But at no point do the Democrats and the media blame the shooting of Steve Scalise and others on political rhetoric. As a matter of fact, they kept it to thoughts and prayers and a speedy recovery. I want to get just real quick, I want to get out a couple of statistics. Well, one statistic and then and then a point. 40% of American households have no federal income tax burden, 40%. That means 60% are paying, 40% are not. And then if you add in whatever percentage actually works for government, even though they might be paying taxes, their income is derived from tax dollars. Headline Market Watch, 40% of households will pay no federal income tax this year. 40%. That's almost half the country. It's not paying federal income tax. When I say I hate democracy the way the Democrats want to practice it, and you have to, you know, if you're sending this stuff to Media Matters or you're going to put it up on on social media, just make sure you get it right. I hate democracy the way the Democrats want to practice it, which is to create a numeric majority of people or near to it, that will not be paying any income taxes. 
but will have an equal say on the spending. And let me tell you this. That's where Rick Scott's plan comes in, which I 100% support, by the way. His 12-point plan. Make everybody pay something. Even if it's 100 bucks, Something. Actually contribute. Even if you're going to get more out of it. Contribute something. The fact that we have millions of people, tens of millions of people, 40% of American households are contributing absolutely nothing. It's one thing to be in a question of over-under. You know, how much did you pay in taxes? How much was spent on your behalf? That's a subsidy. When you're talking about outright dependency, well, you know how those people are going to vote. You know that there is a baked-in percentage of people who are going to vote for whatever political party is going to make them the better offer at somebody else's expense. That's not hard to understand. And that's where we are. And Republicans actually need a plan. Maybe they should all go watch The Iron Lady. Maybe Republicans ought to sit down and watch The Iron Lady, or at least the scene where Margaret Thatcher says, what do you care about our society if you contribute nothing to it? Contribute something, anything. If you contribute nothing, what do you care if the the garbage piles up? doesn't mean anything to you. If you're going to live in this society, you're going to have to pay for a benefit. Wintick 695, Patriot 9572874. Now, there's a narrative out there that was created by, I guess it would have to be Ron Klain, from the White House, that oil companies are seeing record profits. Headline Bloomberg, pump prices are rising in U.S. as big oil profits soar. So now the narrative is the oil companies are raking in the profits while families are struggling. Actually, the headline should be Democrat energy policies cut supply. Market forces send prices upward because that is what's happening. Have you heard we just sent, what, another $50 billion? Between the open border in Ukraine, the American citizen is last in line. I just want that to be clear. And the idea that you can't root for Ukraine, but also think that the federal government ought to put Ukraine ahead of our own interests, that's ridiculous. So Ukraine's getting another $50 billion. Has Biden decried the profiteering of the military-industrial complex, arm manufacturers? Of course not. He screams and shouts about Big Pharma yet funnels billions of dollars to them through forced vaccine mandates. And then this other idiotic idea that the American taxpayer should be paying to vaccinate the entire planet, or at least the developing world. When did that become our obligation? I will stop the program for any Democrat caller who could speak clearly without being an ankle biter who can explain to me how the federal government operates with authority outside the boundaries of the Constitution. Do we have any treaty that we're a party to that forces the American taxpayer to subsidize vaccines for the world? If so, I'd like to see it. 
alongside the Forum Shopping Treaty, where anyone from any country can hop, skip, and jump through three or four other countries and demand asylum in the United States, and we must hear that request. See, the prob- this is one of the problems with what we do, whether it be me professionally, you socially, what have you. You see what Don Jr. tweeted out? Yeah. And Don Jr. is not a public official. So what? See, they say they want to talk about issues, but they don't want to talk about issues. They want to talk about people they're mad at. Well, Andrew, it's the rhetoric. It's the rhetoric. It's the rhetoric that almost got Paul Pelosi killed. I want you to listen very carefully. Steve Scalise was shot multiple times. And very little attention was paid to the fact that he was a progressive Democrat who volunteered for Bernie Sanders' campaign. We didn't hear that the socialists or the communists or the leftists or the progressives or the Democrats were to blame because of their rhetoric. No, we didn't hear any of that. The media didn't demand any mea culpas for any of the extreme rhetoric of the left. Here's Bernie Sanders with the most sanitized response to finding out that it was one of his own campaign volunteers that shot Steve Scalise. Play cut eight. Madam President, I have just been informed that the alleged shooter at the Republican baseball practice this morning is someone who apparently volunteered on my presidential campaign. I am sickened by this despicable act, and let me be as clear as I can be. Violence of any kind is unacceptable in our society, and I condemn this action in the strongest possible terms. Real change can only come about through nonviolent action, and anything else runs counter to our most deeply held American values. I know I speak for the entire country in saying that my hopes and prayers are that Representative Scalise, congressional staff, and the Capitol Police officers who were wounded make a quick and full recovery. I also want to thank the Capitol Police for their heroic actions to prevent further harm. No mention of political rhetoric or accusations or influencing people who might be crazy, who would drive through multiple states with a truck full of guns to kill the political opposition. Nothing. I am, I am sickened by this uh, uh, event. That's it. Let me be clear. I take no responsibility for the things I say about Republicans and conservatives on a day-to-day basis. Now, if you want to be fair, we could have been fair. I think we were fair at the time. There's 300 and something million people in this country. Some percentage of them are going to do crazy things. But every time someone who does something a little crazy, if if it can be blamed on Republicans as a whole, the Democrat-driven media takes every opportunity to do it. And look where we are right now. Notice there's no mention that David DePate is an illegal immigrant from Canada who is a member of the Green Party 
and a nudist activist, whatever the hell that is. What is a nudist activist? I don't even know. Who lives in a hippie commune. His ex-girlfriend's all over the local media saying that they were progressives. The only talk we're hearing is about QAnon. Now let's get the emotion from Nancy Pelosi. Let's hear the emotion in Nancy Pelosi's voice as she recalls what happened to Steve Scalise. Play cut seven. Mr. Speaker, I, I rise to join the distinguished speaker in paying tribute to the brave men and women of the Capitol Police Force and also in sadness for the assault that was made on our colleagues and members of the staff. To my colleagues, you're going to hear me say something you've never heard me say before. I identify myself with the remarks of the speaker. <laughs> They're beautiful remarks, Mr. Speaker. Thank you so much for the sentiments that they represent. Thank you so much. I mean, I won't come up with any of my own because I don't care. <laughs> 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 Again, we are not one caucus or the other in this house today, but I, we speak for each other in saying uh, that uh, we send our thoughts and prayers to our colleague, Steve Scalise. That's it. No talk of political rhetoric. No talk of political rhetoric. Right? Because then that would mean the Democrats would have to own up to the things they say. Now, I'm going to play you one of the worst examples of left-wing political rhetoric that is not played enough. Representative Alan Grayson got voted out, ran again this year, lost the primary in August of this year to represent, I think, uh, Florida's 10th congressional district. Here he is back in 2009 talking about Obamacare and Republican opposition. Cut nine. Here it is. The Republicans' health care plan for America. Don't get sick. That's right. Don't get sick. If you have insurance, don't get sick. If you don't have insurance, don't get sick. If you're sick, don't get sick. Just don't get sick. That's what the Republicans have in mind for you, America. That's the Republicans' health care plan. But I think that the Republicans understand that that plan isn't always going to work. It's not a foolproof plan. So the Republicans have a backup plan in case you do get sick. If you get sick in America, this is what the Republicans want you to do. If you get sick, America, the Republican health care plan is this. Die quickly. That's right. The Republicans want you to die quickly if you get sick. Should we tone that down? He's not a member of Congress anymore. He, he, he left the primary. Nobody had a problem with when he said it back in 2009. That's some of the craziest, harshest criticism. Rhetoric. Harsh rhetoric. The kind of harsh rhetoric that would make somebody really believe there's a political party that wants them to die. Not that we have a fundamental disagreement about government-run systems versus market competition. They want you to die. Nobody pushed back on that. Nobody. And nobody pushes back on Democrat rhetoric. Not from AOC, not from Maxine Waters, not from the rest of the squad, not from Bernie. Weintzik 695, Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program can not be broken.
ever. Sirius XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.